Welcome to the Loving Life Mindsets Podcast with me, Melissa Unger. I share science, methods, and personal stories to help women who are on a journey to have the healthiest mindsets that they can possibly have. So don't wait any longer. It is time for you to start loving your life. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me on Loving Life Mindsets with me, Melissa Unger. And I hope that you had a fabulous week. I hope that you have just been loving this holiday season and that things are going so well for you. I did something last week. I totally messed up. I got so busy that I did not have time to load a podcast. So this would have been week number 42, but it is instead week 41. So I apologize for last week. I try not to miss. That's the first one I've missed in this whole entire 42 weeks that I've been doing this. But um, yeah, anyways, we're back on track this week and it's just a crazy week. A lot going on. You know how it is with the holidays. And then we got some more traveling coming up. So just kind of juggling everything the best I can. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we are going to discuss something that I have realized plagues people from early childhood onto their middle ages onto their later ages. And it's crazy because you kind of think of it as something that might you might feel as a kid and should, you know, grow out of it once you're an adult. But in reality, we really don't. And it's something that kind of just plagues us throughout our whole life. Well, some of us, probably the majority of us, some of us, for some reason, never experience this. And I would love to uh, have whatever makes them tick (laughs) in me. Anyways, what we're going to talk about today is insecurity Uh, the things that could cause it, and three ways to totally boost your confidence. So let's get into it. I was talking with somebody the other day, a beautiful woman, and she had mentioned that she's pretty shy, that she's uh, just, you know, not, not totally confident in things all the time. I thought, oh, okay, and this person is very well put together, beautiful person inside and out. And it surprised me because from appearance and just talking to her, I felt like, you know, there's no way this person could ever be insecure. And so it's really interesting when you get to know people, the things that will surface. And that's in fact what got me thinking about the subject for this podcast is because I was like, wow, you know, this lady is into her 60s and you just, you just would not think that. You would not think that about her. And so I got to do a little research and thinking about people I know in different situations and things. And what I came up with is that oftentimes we do not have a good reaction to something that may have happened to us at some point in our lives. It could be from childhood. It could be from when we were teenagers, young adults, could be from you know, our marriage, it could be from anything, just some 
thing that happened to us that hit us in the ego department and the way that we reacted to it, right? And a lot of these things are not our fault at all. We're basically just kind of at the mercy of whoever was in our life at the time. And most of the time it could be from authority figures or people that we esteem to be in a more authoritative position than we are. We kind of like hinge our feelings and our self-worth and our views on that person's opinion. A lot of times that stems from childhood with parents or grandparents or, you know, other people that are older than you in your family. And then that can just kind of reach out into the rest of your life. So much can happen to us that is not our fault, but yet we definitely take it to heart and it can really hit us in those departments because we don't realize that even though what happened to us was not our fault, we still have to work on it. We can't just sit there and let it become part of us, especially if it's a negative thing. If it is turning your life into something that you don't want it to be, that's because you have not dealt with what has happened to you. And these life happenings that are were not your fault, you know, a few examples of those are maybe abuse by others, whether it was in your childhood, whether it was later on. You know, I feel like I mean, a huge percentage of population has experienced some kind of abuse by others. And we oftentimes do not get it dealt with. Okay, we, we take on how that made us feel until we feel like that's our identity. When it's not, it's not who we were meant to be at all. Other things that can affect us, a toxic work environment, if you have toxic co-workers or a boss, sometimes that can hit us. That can make us feel unworthy or less adequate than others. Um, you could have possibly suffered a traumatic experience, maybe an accident, a sudden death of a loved one, either a parent, a child, a sibling, a husband, a wife, a partner, uh, you know, and, and you just feel alone. When you feel alone and you're sorrowful, you just have so much sorrow, just totally enveloping your whole being, then that kind of opens a door for all these voices to come into your head, all these lies. And the lies is what the biggest problem for insecurity is. The lies that we tell ourselves, the things that we just really pound into our minds and not even really meaning to, we just feel like, oh, I'm never going to get out of this. Or if I had been a better person, this wouldn't have happened. Or they must be right. I must not be worth anything. Or I am stupid. Or I am, you know, just those horrible things that we can tell ourselves. And we tell it to ourselves over and over and over so much that we do believe it. And before we know it, we are just totally insecure, not feeling like we are worthy to meet other people or be around other people or achieve our goals or even think about dreaming about something. It hits us in all those areas. And then it's, it's such a horrible thing because of the fact not only does it totally suck out any drive we might have, but then we're tired 
you know, and we sleep too much, which is just a vicious cycle. Don't get out and don't exercise because you don't feel like it. You don't have the energy and you just are insecure and more and more things pile up in you because of that horrible self-talk, those lies. That's just unfortunately something that you definitely have to deal with that takes work to get over. To change those words, you know, even to identify the very second you start thinking it because... You can be so used to it that you don't even realize that you do that until you hear something like maybe this podcast and you realize, oh, dang, I do say those things to myself. And there's one little exercise that people do every single time that they think a negative thought or they think of, you know, just something demeaning that they think to themselves about themselves. They write it down. And they look at that over a week or two weeks time period and see how many times throughout the day that they do it. They can just do tally marks. You know, they don't have to write specifically everything, just jot down another tally mark. Then when you realize how often you're doing that, to turn that around and change those words. Stop those thoughts immediately. Change those words. When you don't do that, you're allowing those voices and those thoughts to shoot down your self-worth. You can't succeed that way. You can't thrive. You can't be who you are needed to be. You just can't. So three ways that you can change all this, boost your confidence and start walking different, talking different, thinking different and being different and especially feeling different because that's where all of those other things stem from. These three things I think will help you because I know they've helped me. First thing is, is when you're feeling down and you're feeling worthless and you're feeling like you don't matter, get a piece of paper out and a pen, write down all the people in your life who love you and dwell on those people. People that like you and who like to do things with you and hang out with you. Write all of them down and take some time and just dwell on them. Think about each person individually. Think about the fun things that you do with them. Think about things that they've said to you or they've done for you that really just touched your heart. Think about that and realize, you know what? You cannot be that bad of a person. You really cannot. So think on that. Have it opened before you where you can look at it all the time. And that helps you just to remember. Second thing you can do, oftentimes what I'll do is I think about others or I stumble across something or someone and I realize in the midst of my pity party, I realize others have it worse. There's others that are going through so much that I'm not. And I have to be thankful for everything that I have and not feel so down because of the fact that it could be worse. When I look at people that are facing cancer, that are facing terminal diagnosis, people who've lost somebody, people who have an accident or horrible things that can happen to you. And I realize that, you know, others do have it worse. In other countries, if you look there, people don't even have shoes. They don't have a hot meal once or twice a day, you know, so you just realize all the blessings that you have and know that, shoot, it can be worse, really. 
it can be worse. And when you put yourself in that place and see all the blessings that you have, it's pretty easy to understand that you can indeed do so much with yourself and with your life that you have the capabilities and that you have the tools to do it where so many people don't. When you can do that, then you can envision, picture yourself being the person that you want to be and do an experiment. Envision yourself as who you want to be. If you want to be more outgoing, if you want to be more happy, if you want to be more loving, whatever that is, then envision yourself that way. And do a little experiment. After you finish envisioning, then start a day, start two days. Maybe even tell yourself for a week you'll do it. But start acting like you are that person. You'll be amazed at what that does for you and what that does for your confidence. You're focusing on that instead of focusing on those lying voices that, you know, try to come up in your head. Hopefully by now you can recognize those voices right away and shut them off from doing our first exercise. Just have a little fun and pretend. Remember when you were a kid and you just played pretend and how fun that was? And I mean, one of our granddaughters, she is hilarious. She will pretend that she is like a queen or she's a singer or a movie star And this kid totally becomes those things. I mean, it's amazing. In her mind, that is exactly what she is. And she is walking around and talking like it and doing things that she would do if she was indeed in that position. And has a ton of fun. And so it's pretty cool, you know, to see that. And as adults, we really don't play. We don't pretend enough. And then our ability to dream kind of gets shot. So try doing that. Pretend. Just play pretend. Pretend that you are indeed that person that you have envisioned that you want to be. Try that for a week and see what that does for you. It's uh, it's pretty fun. I I enjoy doing that and I've kind of changed a lot of different things within myself by doing that. I think it's helped me not be so negative. It's helped me to kind of dream more and realize that, you know, you can indeed do pretty much anything you put your mind to. And it's just fun. So I encourage you to try that. The third thing, think of something that you would like to do or that you would like to be and learn it, and then do it. It is so easy these days to learn anything that we need to learn just on the internet. YouTube is one of my favorite things. I go to YouTube for almost everything that I need to learn about. It's so cool to learn from others who are doing it or have done it and can give you the tips to help you learn something or be something without all the trial and error because they've been there, they've done that. And so you can just watch YouTube or read or look up something on the internet and go through the steps and kind of cut corners and then get to be where you need to be in order to learn this skill. A good example is baking or cooking. You know, there's art. If you want to learn how to paint, I have a good friend of mine who started watching YouTube videos and started painting about two years ago. 
and just does a phenomenal job now. And it's just because she decided she wanted to learn how to paint. And so she did it. That boosted her confidence. Um, you can learn how to do DIY things, which I'm currently doing. I'm helping the same friend put in a uh, wood stove in her house. And so, you know, we're watching YouTube and we got the tile in and then we're going to get a stove in and get the wall stuff done. And we're pretty much probably 85% of it we're doing and the other 15% uh, we're having my husband help us with the things like cutting the hole in the roof, being on the roof, doing the chimney and all that because of the fact that he's experienced and so I talked about cutting corners a little while ago, and that's one of the corners we're going to cut. Since he knows how to do it, he can do it and he can show us. So that'll be pretty cool. Other things that you can do is learn a sport, learn how to do something that's outdoorsy, maybe fishing. There's ton of uh, how-tos on YouTube for anything that you want to learn how to do. If you want to be a kinder person, a funnier person, if you want to be more understanding, you can look up and study people that that help people with those things. There's so many motivational and mindset speakers on YouTube or on podcasts that you can learn these skills from. Once you learn these things and you do them, those are things that will help boost your confidence and you'll realize that wow, you indeed can learn these things. You can have a different life. You can do different things. From there, it's, it's just wide open. Anything else you want to learn or do, you can learn or do it. We can't get back minutes that we lose feeling unworthy, feeling sad, feeling mad. We can't get those minutes back. But once we attack them, once we learn how to get past them, then you can definitely live the rest of your minutes very productive and just enjoying life. That's what this whole podcast is about, is learning how to love your life, how to change your mindset. It's not easy, but it is. It's easy to say you can do this, this, and this. You do have to put the work into it, but I guarantee you once you do that, you will be so proud of yourself and what do you have to lose seriously what do you have to lose so I hope that you've enjoyed this I hope that your uh, holiday season is great and you have a very very merry Christmas I'll be talking to you again before Christmas but it's just kind of going quick we're already almost the middle of December so we are definitely going to be in a new year pretty soon so thank you all for tuning in and we will talk to you next week. If you like what you hear, I invite you to share and tell others about this podcast. There are ways where you can share these via Instagram, Facebook, you can send them in a text, uh, whatever. If there's something that really helps you and you know somebody else that it can help, then I just ask that you indeed would share. Hey, wait, is it seriously legal to have this much fun?